Hey, real quick, we're starting back up our contest. So this week's contest for a railroadkits.com kit, we just want you to share on this week's post, the pin post on our Facebook page, what you worked on this weekend for your model railroading layout or any kind of kit you built, whatever you worked on. So comment what with a photo of what you worked on for your uh, layouts or model railroading this weekend over Thanksgiving weekend, and we will pick a winner for a railroadkits.com kit. All right, let's jump into this episode. All right, what's up, freaks and geeks? Welcome to episode 103 of the Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley. It's the Thanksgiving episode. It's the pre-binge eating well, episode. Technically, it's pre-binge eating right well, now. Well, we're recording it pre-binge. It's Black we're Friday episode. We've ourselves on food. It's the Black Friday episode. Yeah. But it is the Thanksgiving week episode, so it's um, you know, we'll have already been done eating arguing about things at the dinner table and um and and feeling like we had to work off all that food uh yeah yeah it'll be all right though you're gonna eat two you by this time you'll have had two thanksgiving meals yep that's me making room (laughs) for it right now oh man uh well yeah in honor of thanksgiving eve tonight i'm drinking a new beer i found Oh yeah! It's called Single Cut Beardsmiths. Cool. It's uh, I don't know. It looks cool. It's called yeah. the 18 watt IPA. I have a bottle of spring water. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what year was it made? Is it a fine year? I hope this year. <laughs> I'm hoping this year. So. Cool. All right. Well. It's that time. So um, we're just going to jump. We don't really know what the hell we're doing tonight. It's that time. It's that, it's time. that time. Yeah, let's just start well, talking. I got a couple, yeah, I got a couple things going on. Well, first I of all. Live. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to go into our our things, but you can go ahead. Go ahead. Well, I had a live show the other night. So did you. Yeah, we had um, two this week. Yeah, which is great. Or last week, I think. Right, last week. I and, might do know, one. Um, well, it was on the weekend. I had my own weekend. I'm probably going to pop in and do one here. Uh, Over the holiday. Sometime, yeah. either between Black Friday and fr- and Saturday, Sunday, I mean. Yeah. And you and I are both together on Friday doing some work at the layout. So Yeah. I mean, we can do something from there. Anyhow. Um, but anyways, during my live, uh, Facebook live thing. I was doing glazing windows was kind of my thing that night, you know? Like glazing uh, a donut? Yeah, like glazing a donut, yeah. Mm, I like donuts. So I was glazing windows for that CCK building, the, uh, the, what the heck are you doing? Oh, I heard that. It's my beer. I hear that. Now I'm jealous because I don't have one. Mm. So, well, anyways, well, later on, maybe. Well, too so, bad. Um, I think I was I have, doing the coffee last week. You were doing the beer, so we're switching. Anyways, the Newport hardware I was working <laughs> on, and I I need to glaze the windows on the building. And when I say when we say glaze windows, um, we're we're taking either canopy glue or gallery glass or something like that, and. You know, there's play, there's things on YouTube that will show you how to do it, but uh-huh. you go, or you can go onto our Facebook page and and watch uh, and the replay the lot, and watch the replay um, what we were doing. And I, you know, you just spread the glue out on the backside over the over the window panes, 
and until you stretch it out and then let it sit it right and let it dry. And um, that's in a nutshell. It's a lot more. There's a little more to it than that. But we were doing it, and um, in the process, um, I was laying them on. Well, I started out. I was just kind of leaning them against a piece of strip wood. But what happens is they go at an angle when you do that. You know. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ah, that's that's kind of weird. So what would happen when they're at the angle and the glue's wet? Is it kind of rolls? Some of it rolls down lower to you know down the to the bottom. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I took another piece of strip wood while we were on there and I laid it down and and laid the and just kind of changed it so they're laying flat on the two pieces between the two pieces of flip, strip wood. What did you just say? Between the flip, two pieces flip, of flipper flip 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 wood, flip, flip, wood. Flip, 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 flip flip. All right, whatever. <laughs> Anyways, so this way and you do it with the panes, the outside pane. Uh, facing down. Right. Okay. So it's that way it's a little more recessed and it's not sticking. And, um, and it's just one way to do it to keep it from, you know, from gluing up everything else or becoming, you know, lopsided. You want it to be laying flat when it dries. And, and so that's what I was doing. And, um, Ron Pulimani, remember Ron? Yeah. Okay. Well, Ron, um, we had him on the show before. He, uh, he asked for my email address. He sent me this little jig that he made out of uh, it looks like a piece of gator board. And he took the same thing, the strip wood, and he spaced them out so that two pieces, <coughs> pardon me, he spaced two pieces apart uh, so that way uh, of the strip wood, square strip wood, um, looks like, like one eighth square strip wood, mm-hmm. and spaced them out to where the average window would fit down on, you know, hang, so it would hover over top of each one on both sides. So they're parallel to each other. And, um, and I, I got the thing in the, in my email and I checked it out after the show. And I was like, oh, this is a great, <coughs> pardon me. Man, this you're, great, I, you're, fit, you're uh, sounding hot tonight. Well, I'm actually feeling really good. I'm getting rid of that cough that I've had. Oh, for good, good. Show. Um, anyhow, so, um, it's just, in a sense, it's the same thing that I did, except he glued these strip woods down to the gator board. So that way is a constant jig. And he had a couple different size uh, sizes for different windows, you know, different um, spaces between the two pieces of strip woods. Mm-hmm. And he did a couple different, you know, sections where you could put different size windows on different stands. <coughs> Man, I'm going to take some pictures of some. I made my own jig going off of his um in the same manner i took a piece of gator board and some strip board and i and i made it tonight and i got a couple uh windows on it right now drying but what i'm going to do is i'm going to snap a couple pictures and shoot them to you for the for the uh for the facebook page uh, for the um for the the (laughs) oh my god the show notes notes. yeah so and that way if anyone wants to see it they could try it out their own way yeah and uh but I, I made one too, and I want to thank Ron for doing that. It's a great idea. Um, we did some experimentation. Uh, I, I'm going to continue on with this uh, glazing thing. We did some experimenting while we were all on there. Um, people were asking about I was using gallery glass and canopy glue, so I tried both, you know, to mm-hmm. show them, you know, how both of them do relatively the same thing. They're the best too, I found. Um, and I wanted to give some results on some of the other things that we tried instead of those two types of, of uh, liquids to make the, glue, uh, the glass. So the, what it does, for those that didn't watch it, it, 
it makes it creates glass when it dries it dries clear or um, even if you get like the one glowery glass that I use is clear frost so it's a little frosted um, but um, some, you know, a lot of them just dry uh, clear so we tried while we were at it just for fun I tried regular Elmer's glue okay and we tried to see how that would work in one of the windows um, I tried, which was probably kind of a dumb idea because these right. are the windows I'm going to use for my model. Um, and then we used, um, uh, we tried it with tacky glue. We put some tacky glue in there and we put some, uh, clear gel tacky glue in there in another window. So we tried it on four different windows with those types of things. And, um, bottom line is don't do those other glues. Use canopy glue. <laughs> or use um, the, the um, I guess they have uh, the gallery glass or somebody say crystal something uh, that they get from micro, micro, not micro mark. Um, anyways, uh, I, I'm not sure what that was again. I'll yeah. remember. But uh, somebody, there's another product that you can use as well. Use products that are made for it because what happened with the, uh, the Elmer's glue is it, it was too thin. It just kind of ran, and then it, it it didn't really stay into the um, the framework of the of the uh, the window. You know the the munya, the what do they call them mullins, and uh, the mullins uh, that have the that separate the window panes. Yeah. It, it kind of overran them a little bit. It was didn't turn out good. Now they had they were clear. And they didn't have bubbles. But what did have bubbles was the tacky glue. Both kinds. The uh, they, they actually dried nice, and they stayed within the, where they were supposed to, but they were just filled with lots of little bubbles. So what I had to do the next morning was carefully, with an X-Acto knife, carefully cut out all of my windows that they were dried out. Huh. And redo it with the uh, those four windows. Um, they turned out not good. So you don't want to do that. Um, use the products that they have for that, which would be the gallery glass. Don't go rogue. Or, uh, <coughs> well, where this is coming from, I was fine. And stage the uh, fright. canopy glue. You got stage Maybe fright. Are you there? Oh, do we need to send yeah, help? I was sorry, I was drinking water. We need to push your life alert button? No, no, go ahead, man. Okay. All right, so that's it on the window glass, uh, the, the window glass and the glazing. Um, use the products that are available for it, uh, the ones that are recommended to do it. Don't try going rogue and doing the Elmer's glue or tacky glue. Just doesn't work. <coughs> no. Sometimes we can get away with some new materials like that and going trying your own thing and sometimes it's it just fun it was fun to try it you know yeah. I mean, we're all sitting there trying it we're talking about it and i think yeah, they, we're all kind they, of getting a laugh out of the fact that we were just trying different things yeah just wing it you never know if it'll yeah. work so yeah what the heck i'm glad you could be your guinea pig to find this stuff out yeah so. you know you get your laugh set in us every now and then yeah right, um, exactly i think there's been some times where i'm on a live where i'm like halfway through doing something i'm like oh no this is ter-. have you ever done we're gonna take a side a detour real quick on this conversation have you ever been doing something on a live video and like yeah. you can already like people might not have seen your disaster happening yet but you can tell yeah. that it's already it's 
you're like, oh shit, this is starting to be bad. This is not yeah. what I wanted. And yeah. you have to, you either have I to, a couple. you either have to like turn the ship around and hope no one notices. And every now and then you can do that, or you just gotta admit to it on the live video and go, well, we screwed that up, guys. We're gonna have to, we're gonna have to yeah. start this over. Well, you remember that one I did? It was so so awful. I just wasn't, I was not happy with it. I ended up just saying, okay, we're done here. Remember yeah, that? I was. Yeah, you pulled yeah, the plug yeah, on that live. Yeah, it was like this is ridiculous. Wasn't working. Didn't want to work. Yeah, but sometimes actually, you just have that. I actually deleted that one. I think. But yeah, you think yeah. you did. Yeah, I was so fr- frustrated at that one. But, but uh, hey, you know yeah, what? It, it happens. happens. Yeah, it happens. And that's what the thing about doing live. I mean, sometimes you're gonna have some major mess ups. But so. yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, let's go and jump into our patron. Oh no, we got our bullhorn thing. Yeah, yeah. Fine scale bullhorn. Do you have any announcements? I do. All right, do. go is go for it. Um, I have uh, this weekend. Um, just a reminder to everybody that, and we've talked about it many times. Uh, it is Black Friday. There are Black Friday specials out there everywhere. Everywhere on from some of the kit manufacturers. I won't name them. I'm not going to do that. There's a bunch. Couple of them and uh, some of them are giving free stuff away. Some of them are offering discounts. Um, you have to get on there, find, search them all. Yep. Know, check them out. A lot of them have codes. Yep. But, um, and uh, go to their Facebook pages, see what information you can get from that. And um, But then in the same respect, uh, um, also don't forget that it's Black Friday at places like Michael's and Hobby Lobby. Ooh, and, yeah. Uh, and, and there's going to be coupons available. And there's going to be Black Friday specials. Yeah, so line up there at 3 in the morning to get your yeah. acrylic paints for $0.10 cents a piece. Actually, go in tomorrow night. Uh, right after we leave uh, the, the Thanksgiving festivities, your mom and I are heading over to Michael's, and they have uh, a storage container that I like, uh, that I have one of them now, and I'm going to get another one that's going to be nine ninety nine. It's actually a real good deal. Nice. But... um. Cool. Yeah. So, so check anyways, the check the places. Turn that night between a certain time, you know. Yeah. Check out a couple places. Um, a bunch yeah. of the guys online are doing some sales. Um, also, this is not Black Friday related, but it is retail. Yeah. Uh, one of our favorite stores, AC Moore, is is my favorite. They're going out of business. So sad. I'm so I mean, depressed. you know, it it's sad and boohoo, whatever. But I'm not depressed. I'm just. But the plus side to that is for a short time short-term benefit, uh, you'll be able to cash in on all of their closeout sales. Oh, yeah. And get a bunch of good stuff cheap. Oh, yeah. Um, So, yeah. No, I think Michael's has taken over 40 of their stores from what I read. Probably, yeah. And um, so, I don't know how much merchandise they're going to, maybe they're going to buy all the merchandise. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. They would. They'll still close out stores. It's cheaper, it's cheaper to, it's cheaper to sell that stuff at at a discount rather than right. loading it in a truck and shipping it to another store. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like, it's cheaper just to off that crap. It sucks, though, because I, I do like AC Moore specials and their... And their uh, they have better coupons. Their coupon, they do have better coupons. And, well, maybe there's a reason why they're going out. I don't know. But uh, Yeah, I don't know. So, it's... it's well, um, so, yeah. that's going out of business. Make sure you can at least cash in. Don't be sad. Cash in on the deals. So... Yeah. I think that's. Do you have any other announcements? Um, I yeah, I do. There was a, not. It's actually a tip 
but um, go for it. Know. It could be it could be that it doesn't have to be a sale or anything. It's from James Donovan on our website. Oh yeah, on our Facebook page, and he had this really cool idea for hanging your directions. Oh yeah, the clip on the pants. Oh, the hanger in the pant. Like the pant hangers you get in the store with the little black clip or the little metal clips on them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and they have like the hanger and you can just hang it on a hook or on a, on a bar or something uh, over your workbench and, uh, and you, you know, just clip the directions. Oh, it's actually brilliant. That's a hell and of a good idea. We used to have a million of them in our house and I can't find a damn one. Now, now you and can't find them. I got rid of them all. They're everywhere when you don't need them. Yeah. And now that you want one, yeah. you're like, why the hell did you throw them yeah. all out? So, you know, if you have them, maybe save a couple of them before you decide to get rid of them all. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. We have that. If you go to the store and you get one, something that has one on, and see if you can take the hanger with you. So. Yeah. Some stores let you do that. This one isn't really uh, for the bullhorn, but it's a question from... And, and thank you, James Donovan, for that tip. Yes. And your wife. And his wife. His wife is the one that came up with it. This is not okay. a... Um, this is not a bullhorn necessarily like related question or a related topic, but I think it fits into that. Um, was it, was it here? Um, I don't know. There's an AK interactive on the AK interactive website. One of the, one of our patrons put up, um, uh, an advertisement oh. for AKinteractive.com has 25% off of everything. The only downside of that people is this. If you live in the United States, Forget yeah, what I was going to say. You might you might get twenty five percent off on your order, but you're going to pay overseas shipping from AK Interactive. Well, you can always take your John. You can always take your John boat overseas and yeah. pick it up for free yourself. So the difference in your twenty five percent is going to be made up on on the shipping. But yeah. yeah. Well, forget what I was going to say. I can't find it. I'll come back to it later if I can find it. Um, anyways, so I think that's it for the bullhorn. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Let's get into our patron topics. We opened it up to the patrons. It's kind of uh, crazy this week. It blew up, uh, but there's some good ones in here. The first one, it comes from Jeff Fleischer. It's really not part of the original question, but he posted it right after I posted my call for questions. Jeff's looking for a good static grass applicator, and if he remembers correctly that you and I were raving about the knock applicator, Yeah. but Woodland Scenics has their own... Uh, one called the Static King on sale. How do they compare? Oh. How does the Static King work? I've not used the Static King, but um, maybe somebody else out there knows. And they someone else might know. They can know. they can chime in or put it on our page. Yeah. But um, I I would assume that they work pretty much similar. They look that they look the similar. They look the same. Or call the phone number. What's the number? I don't know. Leave a message and tell us. Yeah, we could play it by we could play it over the air. Well, Brett will find that before we leave tonight. Yeah. So. Well, we had other listeners on there saying they've used the Woodland Scenics one. It works pretty yeah. good. Haven't worked. Haven't done anything else. And then we've had other people saying that Knock is probably the industry sta- the standard. Um, but I think they probably function pretty similar. They're pretty. They're a pretty similar product. Um, yeah, I'm but sure I've not used the other one, so I can't. I don't really have an opinion of the other one. I just know that yeah. I've not heard anyone complaining about the Woodland Scenics one either. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, everybody's got their favorite on them. I mean, some of yeah. those people like some of those people out there make have their own homemade ones. They swear by them. I had one that I know was made. I bought it from a company. I won't name the company, but you could tell it was made out of a bug zapper, and uh, from from uh, Poway Harbor Freight. 
And, um, and we used it for a little while. It did okay. It didn't stand up on edge like we needed it to. Not like it does out of the knock. Yeah. And, it uh, wasn't as powerful. No, definitely not. So and, um, I would advise to not do that one and just spend the extra couple bucks and get a yeah, Woodland Scenics one. Get a Woodland Scenics one or get a knock one because yeah. you'll just regret buying the cheap one. Yeah. Once you I, realize I, how I much more once you realize how much more powerful the other one is, you'll be like, ah, yeah. I should have got that one the first time. Yep. All right. Let's jump into the other questions. We got a lot of them, so yeah. Um Scott, you went crazy. I'm just gonna cherry pick the best of the ones. This is Scott. Okay. Scott Perry. He Got went it. nuts. He blew it up. It's good though. Okay. Um <clears throat> the benefits of modeling in plastic. This is a tough one, but I also know there are benefits for it. Uh we well, we love wood. Yeah. Uh we, which is no secret. But there are benefits to modeling in plastic. I do think that plastic um is a little bit more forgiving when it comes to, you know, not worrying about things warping when you paint them, or yeah. you know, yeah, definitely that way. You can you can you can apply. You can be a little bit more like liberal when you're applying paints and things like that. I, I feel like the plastic it's a little more accepting of error, right. um, which is good. Also, and you can I still you can still doctor up plastic walls and stuff to make them look awesome. Yeah, that, that's not the yeah. that's not the that's right, not right. the premise of the question though. It's the benefits of modeling in plastic. Benefits of modeling in plastic. I think the one thing that stands out to me the most with plastic is some of your higher end plastic kits. Um like there's those railway design associate ones, the RDA kits. Yeah. yeah. They um have an extreme amount of detail through those extruded plastic pieces. That oh, you'll yeah. you'll never get that in a in a wood building. Um, no. As far as the wall details, there's there are details that you cannot get out of a wood wall that you can oh, I agree. in a extruded plastic. Uh, yeah. Wall. Certain bricks and stones too. Yeah, like that, like that iron forge. I have to rebuild yet. Yeah. That thing, that the stone on that wall, you could never get laser cut in a in a wood wall. It's just too deep yeah, of a yeah. detail. Right. Um, and a lot of it's done right. I mean, I see some injected molded plastic. It's not. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about there's some, there are some higher end plastic kits that have some insane detail on them. So, um, but yeah, that, that's to me, that's the one main benefit is you can get, uh, you can get some extremely detailed, uh, plastic kits out there. Yep. So that's the one, I don't know if you have any to add. Well, I mean, the other thing was you said you said about it when you're putting paint on and how it's forgiving and it doesn't warp and stuff. But also, you have to think about the 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 perils of time. Oh yeah. So as you have your building on your layout in time, it will a plastic kit is not going to warp out of humidity. It's not going to warp, yeah. uh, you know, from you know that that kind of it's not going to rot. Um. Yeah, that kind of thing. They won't get termites. So, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but no, but you're re- so, you're right. We're w- with a wood kit. You're working with a material that was lot alive at one point. Correct. Um, so you have things that are going to happen to that where it's su- right. you know it's it's susceptible It'll to break down. it's susceptible to moisture. So if you're working right. in a say you have a basement or an area like a an outdoor 
like an outbuilding, like a. I know yeah. some people have their layouts in like a a pole barn or an outside like a exterior, not an exterior structure, but you know what I'm talking about, uh, yeah, a side yeah. structure. Um, right. You know, if you have a plastic building in a more moist environment, it's not going to soak up and swell and yeah. and be at the will of the environment around it. It's, I mean, right. it will, I mean, to some point there is to, there is an It'll extent. It'll collect dust. It might smell. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it, but it's not going to warp and, and bend and, and you, you have some of those old wood kits you made that grandma had that she gave us that over time, those, the wood starts to pop and it starts yeah. to peel apart. And so, you know, there are disadvantages yeah, I have, to it. I have it up here on the shelf. I got to put it, I got to, you know what the one amazing bit. thing about, um, the wood kits we saw at George Celios is, and I hate to divert from plastic for a second, but remember when we asked him about like wood popping and, and, yeah. and he's like, Nope, never had it happen ever. Never yeah. had a board warp or anything. And we're like up in his hot stuffy room. And I he's know, like, it was he's like, like 10,000 degrees he, in there. He's like, Nope, never had it happen. I'm like, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. I know, I know. But, but no, but but plastic won't, you know, it's not going to be susceptible to that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I actually like that. So we do we do have some plastic kits. We have some that we still have yet to assemble, or there's like the Iron Forge that I have, or the yeah. I think it's called Delaney Iron Works, but I got to redo that one. It, it's back in the box. Um, we do have some plastic. So you guys I think... I have one here, yeah. You guys, what's that? I have one I got to build here. Yeah. So, you have that... Ashmore Hotel. The Bachman Spectrum kits, aren't they? No, it's, I have one of those. No, it's not a Bachman Spectrum. It's a uh, City Classics, I think. Oh. And they're nice. Yeah. Those are, I those thought are you had a cool. Spectrum kit. No, the box, fact, let me get it. On black box. Yeah, I can't remember who makes this thing. Hold on. I or thought it was a Bachman product. I, really, I just got to reach it because I take my headphones off. There we go. Well, as everything falls off my shelf because it was buried. Okay. It is a Bachman product. Mine? It is City Classics. Oh, no. Okay. I thought you had a Spectrum and, and kit. City Classics are great. They, they uh, often they're at some of the shows that we go to. They're at the uh, uh, Fine Scale um, Expo. They've been there. They've been to the... Uh, uh, Craftsman Courtyard. So, so um, yes, I do have a City Classics. It is the Penn Avenue building, So, uh, which is pretty cool. I have that, and then I have the Walder's Ashmore Hotel. It's like a big 11-story hotel thing that I got to build. Yeah, that's a Bachman, <laughs> isn't it? No, I just said it's a Walder's. I swear you have a Bachman. No, maybe not. I do not have a Bachman. You know which ones I'm talking about? Right here. Yeah. The big, big, giant buildings that come in those black boxes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spectrums. I don't have one. I want to get one of those. Oh, okay. I just found the one. I built this one a long time ago, and we gave it away whenever we tore all my stuff down. That Bachman Spectrum um, Ambassador Hotel. It's huge. Oh, okay, yeah. I want to get one of these again. 20 bucks on eBay. Oh, yeah? I don't remember you ever building the Ambassador Hotel. If I sent you a picture, you'd know, you'd remember it. I do remember. I do know that I would like to get a Victoria Falls hotel, but I don't want to build Metropolitan it. Building, the Atrio Department. Man, we're going to get one of these buildings, Dad. The yeah. City Scenes by Bachman. Yeah, they're huge behemoth buildings. Yeah. 
cool. we need we need a few of those. Okay. And it would help us fill up our footprints a lot. It'd fill up a lot of space. Yeah. We're going to get one. All right. All right. Anyways, moving on. So, yeah, the benefits of plastic, you can get a lot more detail. It's more forgiving. It's a little bit less susceptible to the elements. And that's just our opinion. Yeah. All right. Thanksgiving. This is also from Scott. Thanksgiving modeling building. Thanksgiving time model building super sessions when you have off. Yes, we're going to be doing some lives. I'm going to do a live. And I'm also going to be working like feverishly down here while I have like four days off from work. This is the first time I've ever had off on Black Friday where I didn't have to take a day off. Yeah. So I started my new job. I actually have off Black Friday without having to burn a day, which is amazing cool. to me. So yeah. I'm going to be using it to my advantage. And I will be, also be off on Black Friday and I will be joining you. I'm going to be working like a mother down here. We'll so Well, I'm going down too. We're going to have a good time. Um. Scott's asking for top 10 tips for a new scratch builder. I don't know if we'll have 10. Uh, we might have more. We might have less. But what are some top tips to get in the scratch building? Um, didn't we talk about that a little bit last week? Just kind of, you know, you get top some... Top 10 tips. Get some, get some scale lumber. Get some... Uh, I mean, really just... Um, I don't, I don't I really... I don't know if I don't know if I have ten top. I don't 10 know if I have a list for you, there. Scott, but I think the 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 main idea behind getting into scratch building is just doing it. If you've done, we talk. I know we talked about this last week. If you've done some craftsman kits before, you know the basics. Yeah. Just look at a photo of a building that you want to do, or draw one and sketch one out, or whatever, and just start hacking away at. Um, some cardboard first that way you're not right. going to ruin your nice scale lumber sure and then order some northeastern scale lumber or order some um some you know clapboard siding or board and batten or whatever whatever figure out the windows you want yeah figure out where you want to put the windows that's the biggest pain the type, in the ass the is putting the windows. windows in um the biggest pain in the ass is cutting the window titchy, holes get order some titchy windows yeah you know they yep. have a whole Go to their website. It's like a catalog. You well, can you can. Oh, I like that. I like that. You can order Titchy, or you can get on like Rail Scale models, and they have yeah, the scale, they have yeah. the laser cut sheets of windows. Yep. Um, yeah. So there's some laser cut. Those are actually if you want to be a cool. if, if you want to be a little more authentic on the scratch building, you can get some laser cut windows from like yeah. Rail Scale. Um, sure. But yeah, I mean. Just do it. Just jump in and do it. If you've built Craftsman kits, I highly recommend you can do it. You build anything. Here's your biggest step. This Start is your small. Step. No, that's a big. Your biggest step is to buy yourself, and you had to have an HS gauge scale rule, or oh yeah, not an HO gauge. But it has O scale, so if you do O scale, it has N scale. If you do, you need to get a scale ruler. Go to scale ruler. Go to Micromart. And order the Micromark scale ruler. Mike, it's called by. It's made by Microlux, but Micromark sells it. Yeah. And I'm, I, 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 once you got me mine, I have not used anything since. You can't because it's perfect. It has measures every every foot. Now, here's another tip. Huh. We thought there'd be no tips, right? Um, <laughs> here's another tip. Yes, you want to try and measure and keep it to where if you take a photo or you want you go to a building and you, and you walk, actually paste it off and measured it and whatever if you go do that insane um, that you would do that although I had done that um, you don't want to measure you don't want to measure it out and then 
do it precisely to scale on the same, or your building is going to be huge. Okay, you want to scale it down just a little bit, a small you know? bit. Yep. Right, like ten percent. Yeah. You know, take it down a little, like ten percent, and um, you know that way. It's not looking so monstrous because it will look monstrous otherwise. It's weird when you do it. Yeah, yeah. But you know, keep keep your build, keep your your doors and windows. If you get them from Titchy or Rail Scale, they'll be to the scales you need. Yeah, you know. The one, and, yeah. The one last tip that I have is uh, is just to start small. You know, try to scratch build a shack. Yeah. And then step it up from there, and then try to try to take a maybe, and you can even practice on oh. like a. I mean, you can practice on an, an existing kit and, and scratch build uh annex structure to the right. back of it. Yeah. Um, you know, start small. And then once you get more confident in cutting your own walls out and knowing where the roof lines, how to cut, how to make roof lines and your walls and how to put your gables and your, whatever the hell those are called. Um, <laughs> all that. We, we had the gable slash, uh, what was the other word for it? We got confused. I can't remember. Dormer. Dormers. Yeah. Gables, learn yeah. how to learn how to make your gables propo- and right, and making sure your roof lines are at the right angle. You don't want them to be too steep or too shallow, depending right. on that type of building. Um, Another tool you need to have. Yeah. Another tool. What is it? It is a digital caliber. I swear by a digital oh, yeah, caliber. Yep. yep. I got mine. It's a. It's one of those Pittsburgh digital calibers by I got it over at. Um, um, sorry, Harbor Freight, and it cost me nine ninety nine. It's I guess it's battery operated or whatever. I don't know. I never put a battery in Harbor it. Freight. I've, I've been using it for three years. I've used it heavy, and I've never had to put a new battery in. It might be it might be uh, solar, but um, you just turn it on, and on and off, and use it. Measure with that with your window and door openings. Right. Um, and where I'm going to tell you to do this is a huge tip. Okay. When you go to, I'm going to use Titchy because this is what I know with how to do this with the windows. Uh, if you go to Titchy's website, on the windows themselves, it'll it'll give the dimensions of the window opening that you will need to have to fit that window. So while you order the window, you can take those dimensions and start cutting start your cutting walls when, before they that arrive. That way they're done before they arrive. Use your digital caliper to measure according to the website for each window. Uh, it, you know, on the it'll have a picture of the window, and it'll say this is the dimensions. You know, point uh, six three by right. uh, by by point three five, and then you just take those measurements and put it on your uh, get your digital caliper and measure it out, and actually put it draw it right on your yep. wood and start cutting. Yeah, and uh, on your clapboard, and and then by the time your windows arrive on your mail order, right in. Yeah, there you go. Definitely. Yeah, and that's a good one. I, I, I'm. That's a good Ten, tip. Nine ninety nine. There you go. Harbor Freight. If you had the twenty percent off Harbor Freight coupon, <laughs> it's, they have it's like eight bucks. In the country. Yep, it'll be it'll be eight dollars. All right. And you'll, it's an it's an invaluable tool. Yep. So, anyhow, no, it. that's a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh. All right. Next one. Oh, I like this one from Matt Hankins. You ready? Yeah. Your favorite and least favorite Thanksgiving dish. Ooh, I like this. I, I Matt, you've hit us in the sweet spot, and that is food. Food yeah. is like my, oh, man, I love some food. I love, get, let me take a little side rant real quick. 
I effing love Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. You know why Me I love too, man. You know why you know why Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday of the year? Because there's no drama. Well, there's drama. There's always drama when you deal with family, but there's no um you don't have to like worry about getting something for someone and worrying about if they like it and then putting up decorations and taking a tree and getting the tree set up and blah 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 and this whole this whole thing <laughs> you can just you just show up, you're hanging out and with you your eat. you're showing up, you're hanging out with your family, you're talking football if you're into football. You might not be talking football. And you and you're eating awesome food. It's like the same food you eat at Christmas, but it's with all without all the stress. Yeah. You know, it's the same food at Christmas. At least most, yeah. I think most of them. You might be eating ham or turkey, but it's a lot of the same crap. And really, there's no decorations. And you put, there is. You no put, women put up decorations. You put like, out some yellow or orange candles and and some yeah, fake and they put a turkey on the door. Yeah, yeah. But oh, oh, it's great. Kids. I love it. You don't. There's no. There's like nothing. There's nothing stressful about there's Thanksgiving. Only one better holiday. One better holiday. Fourth of St. July. Day. No, St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day is a good holiday. I don't really yeah. celebrate thanks St. Patrick's Day though. I do. I always have like corned beef and and. Uh, oh, you know what I had the other day, Dad? Big corned beef I made. Like I made the best. I made the best dinner the other night for myself. Yeah. Uh, the girls and Kristen were out somewhere, and uh, we're really getting off topic. But this is good. I made corned beef hash and scrambled eggs. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. They weren't scrambled eggs. They were just dippy eggs. And then what I did was I put my dippy eggs on top of my corned beef hash and cut them up and let that uh, egg juice ooze into my corned beef hash. Oh my god. That, I was in heaven. I might have to get some this weekend and do that. If you go to Aldi, they have yeah. the corned beef hash for 99 cents a can. Oh my. It's amazing. Well, guess what wrong <laughs> I oh. saw I went over there the other day for I forget all these the greatest store in the world, but yeah. I went in there and I uh I forget what I needed. Kristen sent me out for something and I saw corned beef hash and I'm like, Oh my god, it's so oh my god, I gotta get corned beef hash. So I came home, I hit I hid the corned beef hash because Kristen would have been like, What the hell is this for? She'd have gotten rid of it maybe because she won't eat that. Yeah. And uh I got back from my run and I was hungry because I just got done running and I'm like Oh yeah, I'm gonna make some corned beef hash and uh oh three eggs, corned yeah. beef hash, a piece of toast. I was set. Yeah, that's crazy. Okay. Anyways. So what's your favorite <laughs> Matthew <laughs> question? Um, right. sorry, Matthew. Um my least favorite let's start with our least favorite Thanksgiving dish. I'll tell you right what that is. You go ahead first. Uh, my least favorite Thanksgiving dish is that the uh, the one that it's like sweet potatoes and marshmallows. I oh, I don't like that either. <laughs> it's not my least. It's why are they? Least. Why do you got to melt? Why do you got melt? Know, why do you have to melt marshmallows? You know that's gonna happen. What she makes that every year. Why do you have to melt? Why do you got to melt marshmallows oh, on top of the sweet? No. The sweet potatoes were already good. You don't got to put marshmallows on top no, of it. Not. I don't, I'm I not hate, a big fan. I hate that dish. I hate it's it. It's not my least favorite. <laughs> it's not a, it, It's something I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I just don't like it. <laughs> All right, I don't like uh, the, I don't like the the gravy with the heart. 
and, and the giblets and stuff in it. Giblet gravy. Uh, yeah, and the hearts. It has the hearts all cut up, the turkey heart. It's like a, like turkey liver and turkey heart in the gravy. <laughs> it's like, I don't think I think that's going by the wayside. I, Most of the people I, that like that stuff are, are dying off a I, little bit. I, I ate it by accident one day, the yeah. one Thanksgiving. I poured yeah. it on my plate, and I yeah. bit I like bit into it. It was like. Yep. There was like a gritty. There was like something gritty in my gravy. I'm like, what is that? Oh man, there's chunks of organs in my gravy. And then of course, Pap and Grandma are like, this is great. Don't you like that? I'm like, no. Oh, no it's it disgusting. They, they will. It's they organ. Have, they make both. To be honest, it's, to be fair, it's organ both. meat. I don't want right. that. <laughs> they make it with or without. Now, I, my probably my least favorite dish though would be. Um, Brussels sprouts. Oh, take that back. I hate Brussels sprouts. I'd rather take that um, back. Uh, Eat no, your words. I'd rather yeah, the cat box. I love Brussels Sorry. sprouts. That's disgusting. No, but that's a that's a. I will admit that Brussels sprouts are disgusting for most people. So, yeah. so it's a texture tasting. You know, I'm so. a disgusting human being, so I like them. Yeah, I know everybody in the family likes them except me. So, <laughs> but um, all right. Anyhow. So, what's your favorite dish? I'll tell you what mine is. I don't even have to think about it. Pumpkin pie. I could ah. eat a whole pumpkin pie by myself. Well, see, now you're going to a dessert. Is it a dessert or a dish? What's your favorite dish? Oh, okay. Well, okay. Well, so first of all, will be pecan pie. So first of all, my favorite period, my favorite thing ever about Thanksgiving, without a doubt, is pumpkin pie. Well, your, your uncle Mark is making one with bourbon. Oh my God! Tomorrow. I'm gonna have to kiss pumpkin him. Pie with It'll be the first time bourbon. I ever kiss my uncle, but I'm gonna kiss him. <laughs> Yeah, he's, that's not going to go down well. Well, he can punch so, me, but that's fine. <laughs> he might. All right. Anyhow. My favorite um, dish, like, for dinner, though. Okay. Um, Mine is the candied the candied yams. Huh? Those candied sweet potato yam things. Who makes those? Why do we have Grandma that? does. They got the brown sugar on them. No, that's the thing that she makes the, she makes the thing with the marshmallows. No. She makes those and those. Oh, okay. That's oh, so you know what else is good? Oh, no, I take that back. I, I, I take I, that back. There's one thing that's the most common, and it's it's my favorite. I take that back. I take that back. Yeah. I got it. It's stuffing. Oh, that's a good one. I lo- it's not my favorite. My favorite is one. the stuffing. Anyways, go ahead. Mashed potatoes. Oh, dang. I, mashed potatoes. I'll eat them every damn day of the year. I can eat an entire potatoes. bowl of mashed potatoes. Our listeners are getting pretty, probably pretty hungry right now. Oh, not not really because they're listening to it on Friday. Oh they're yeah, already they're already stuffed. Spot. They're already yeah, stuffed. They're, they're probably going. Oh, they're probably going. Oh, <laughs> no oh, more oh, stuffing. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. And I want to follow this up with Matt Matt's sub comment. Yeah. On his own post, he said uh, apparently they don't own a Jello mold, so he suggested to his wife that he could do a cranberry Jello mold in one of his rock molds. For his layout, Dude. and now he's banished from the kitchen. <laughs> I, I love it. That's pretty intense, man. All right. All right. Tips on how to trans. This is from Ron Piskel. Tips right. on how to transport a finished model. Well, we kind of talked about that before. We've done that. Um, uh, just pack it tight. We we talked yeah, with mean, Doug Fiscali about that at length. Yeah. Um, I, I sent one recently uh, out to Dave Kruswick. And, um, and I, yeah, I sent one to Ron. I, I mean, I sent one to Lynn. Yeah. Right. And what I did was I I, I packed it in that box. I mean, it was. Um, 
just pack them tight, but don't make sure yeah, make tight. sure it's not rigid because if it's All rigid, right. I feel like it'll snap. I like yeah. to pack it in soft material that's right. a little bit flexible that'll move a little bit um, and absorb some blows. Yeah. But uh, yeah. All right. Yep. Next question from Ron. This is another Thanksgiving one. I well, love on these. The back I, on the packaging, I use those air packet. The bubble. The, the, pack. the, the, uh, the bubble wrap. They're like the, the pillows. Yeah, yeah. 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 Those are good, but they're flexible. So you know, yeah, if, if there's exactly. a if the box gets bumped, it's not gonna yeah. it's be. It's gonna re- give a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Next from from Ron. I love this one. Pumpkin pie with or without Cool Whip. Here, I'm going to tell you the I'm, God's honest truth. I'm a purist. I can care less. I don't like Cool Whip on my pumpkin pie. Oh, you don't? No. I, 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 I can. I'm a, I'm no, like, but I'll eat it plain. There's two things in life that I like live and die for. Yeah. And that is, well, except my wife and kids. That is, <laughs> there's four things in life. All right. The other two things are pumpkin pie and a good Reuben. Ooh. And my rules are, the Reuben has to have seeded rye bread. The rye bread has to have seeds. If your rye bread doesn't have seeds, it's yeah. not real rye bread. Yeah. And it's got to be grilled right. It's got to be grilled yeah. right, and your bread can't be mushy. I could go on and on about Reubens. Yeah. But the yeah. other passion I have in life with food is pumpkin pie. <laughs> and this is the most ridiculous episode ever, by the way. <laughs> well, pumpkin pie. What the hell are we doing tonight? We're talking about Thanksgiving. These are the questions. All right. So, so for me, questions. for me, so, the whipped answering. cream takes away from the pumpkin. Uh, for me, it pie doesn't matter, film. but I agree with you. I like plain old pumpkin pie too. I just want a big old pie. I want the whole pie well, and nothing but I, the pie. And, and I got to be careful. Here's, <laughs> here's a deal. I'm, I love pumpkin pie so much that last month I was at Costco and I bought. Oh, you bought monster- that like the six pound pie. Yeah, man, it's like huge. It's like it's bigger than a pizza. You gave me some. You're like, I can't pie. eat all this pie. <laughs> we were watching that football game. We had the pie air, and we were eating it at halftime, along with all our hot wings and everything else. I had the pumpkin pie. That's a weird it combo. Like, it was a weird combo, but I saw that pie in there. It was five ninety five for this monster pie at Costco. It was like it was like as big around as a sixteen inch pizza pie. And I was like, oh, my gosh, look at all that pumpkin pie. And your mom doesn't even like it. So I bought it knowing that I either eat all this or I share it with you. And I knew you were coming over. Man, so I, I love it was some good. pumpkin pie. It was good. Yeah. You know, I had it for a week. But I mean, all right. Next up. You're looking at a kit. This is from Jake Johnson. Yeah. You're looking at a kit. Why do you choose the one you choose? And here's a chance to elaborate. Is it design? What company made it? Era of the kit, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So, oh, mm, that's uh, yes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, manufacturer makes a lot of difference for me. It does. Um, uh, we've had some um, bad experiences, which we're not even looking at those manufacturer websites anymore, and uh, or they don't. They everybody, probably, just about every manufacturer we've had on the show, just for example. Oh, they're all good. Yeah, they're. Every one of them, and I'm not saying it because they were on our show. I'm not saying that. No, we had them on our show because they're top notch. The reason they ha- were on our show is because they were good. Yeah. You know, that's what we had. You know, that's what we liked. I mean, there's a couple out there we haven't had on that I'd like to. Yeah. Um, it doesn't that, mean that, that, I, that I like their kits. It doesn't I mean that they weren't on. I just haven't got a chance to get them on yet. Right, right. 
So I I choose a building kit because a it matches the style of our city, mm-hmm. or it can match the style of our city by customizing it a little bit. Um, that's the first part of the answer. The second yeah, part, unique. yeah, if it's unique, like just something you haven't seen before, I gotta get yeah. it. Um, yeah. if it's extremely la- elaborate, then I'm more intrigued. Yeah, you know, if it's got a lot of nooks I want and, the challenge. and elaborate doesn't have to necessarily mean, or challenge too doesn't necessarily have to mean it's big. Oh, if it's just crazy looking, it could be a small right. building. But if it's yeah. like, if it's like a small building and it looks really crazy and it's a unique yeah. shape and it looks yeah. challenging, I'll, right. I'm, I'm intrigued. Um, well, like that, like that free kit I built the tattoo parlor. Yeah, that wild as hell is a tiny ass little building. Yeah. Took me a day to make. One yeah, day. but but it was interesting. It taken, it, probably would have taken a lot of people. Probably taking two days. I was just want to. So I for was me, like, oh, terror. For me, and it's unique. And I think you're the same. To you know, we could go on and on about this topic for the whole episode, basically. Yeah. But really, it's a. Does it fit our style? For us, right. it's our style, and it, and that's with anyone else. If you're modeling the 1980s, or you're modeling the current era, or you're modeling right. the 1930s, or right. even older, if you're modeling, if you're Whatever. doing an old logging uh, camp, camp, and you have a mountainous layout, then yeah. you have to do buildings that match your style. So, a, it's got to be able to fit into our time frame. B. For us, and I think for a lot of Craftsman model railroaders, the thing that draws us in is, man, that's a crazy ass building. Like that is yeah. a cool looking building. We got to get yeah. that one. Yep. And the company, yeah, the company's important, kind of. Um, really, as long as the reputation of the company is good within uh, within the modeling community, right. I, I'll trust it. You know, exactly. word gets out quick among other modelers that like, hey, this is a really really awesome kit. Um, right. You should check it out. Then I trust other people. If people are raving about it, then I trust them. Right. Um, so, yeah. Jake also follows it up with what makes a good kit and not so good kit. Uh, well, I will just go into the unnamed manufacturer that we've used for many, many, many episodes for the not so good kit. Yeah. Uh, instructions, if you're going to follow the instructions, are make or break. For people yeah. that follow instructions religiously, they got to be good. Yeah. Um, there's one manufacturer in particular who we've said about it many times. We've talked show. about before. I don't know if we've ever named them, but we never. They'll forever remain unnamed on our show. Don't yeah. worry, it's nobody probably even listening. They probably don't even know what a podcast is, and <laughs> they, they uh, their instructions are just god awful and. Yeah. Um, not just that, but the materials they use are subpar. Well, the, 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 wall, the walls and stuff were great. The, the wood walls were fine. Yeah, but know? like, but, yeah, but there's other weird things about their their materials that are just like, yeah, goofy. Like it's just yeah, a goofy. And the, and the designs were weird. It's too, a goofy. Were... It's a goofy. They make goofy stuff. I don't yeah. like them. Yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, instructions are make or break. Also, they just have bad designs. They're boring. Um. So for me, it kind of goes back to the other question that Jake had. It's just a boring. If you have a boring structure, I'm not really going to pay attention to it. I really don't yeah. care. Yeah, I agree. I mean, 
I want something unique and has a different style and look to it. It has some kind of a challenge. It looks like it might be a challenge. And roof lines are big for me. If I see a oh, roof yeah. line, different um, roof. I, I like different kinds of roofs. I love mansard roofs. And anything you need. They're challenging. And things like that. I, oh, I love them. They're great, though. But, yeah. A mansard roof is <coughs> – if you've not done a kit with a mansard roof, yeah. you need to – you need to do a mansard roof kit. Yeah. I mean, unless it doesn't fit your style of yeah, yeah. buildings. But yeah, you drive into many towns, though, there's you'll find a building that has it. In our area. Now, if you're in the southwest, there might not be. Uh, maybe. Uh, there, yeah, there might be. I think you find them in, in the south. I think you see it is in Charleston, South Carolina. Like old plantation-style buildings. Yeah, there's a lot of oh, oh, t- buildings in towns, in, yeah. in cities. Old Southern cities, you'll find them. I bet you find a million of them in, in Louisiana, um, in like New Orleans and places like that. You'll you'll find them. They're there. So yeah, um, for sure. Yeah. I challenge our listeners to do a mansard roof if you're not done. For one. sure. For sure. <laughs> um. All right, come on, man. All right, Scott Perry. How do you go about planning to change a kit? Planning to change like a kit. Oh. messing up a kit and doing it on your own. Uh, uh, I don't really plan it. I just do it. <laughs> yeah, Brett just kind of wings it. I, I kind of look at the kit and I'm like, you know, mm, let's just do it that if way. I, if I see something that can be added on or like the only one I've really ever done anything with like that was when I did the chemistry departments from Casey's workshop. Yeah. The backside, when I did the backside of that and I extended it out um, because he, he gave me an opportunity to do that with an extra wall piece. And so I did that, but honestly, I mean, it just comes like that. I'm looking at it. I'm like, ah, you know what? I could add this on. Oh, you know what? I, that's not true. Um, I could, I kit bash to kit, uh, you know, the lumber yard thing. Yeah. And I made some of my own adjustments on that. Like the, like the, um, sawmill part of that lumber or the sawmill part, um, of the building that I attached to the building. Um, that sawmill, I, I kind of rearranged it. You, you had to rearrange the walls and such to where it makes sense. And it fits maybe a footprint, uh, that you have open on your layout or in your town or wherever you're building. Um, you had to have a certain type of footprint to fit it and make sure the walls work in that direction. There could be a lot of factors on why you would mix it up or how you could mix it up. Um, and sometimes it just strikes you. You look at it and you go, ah, I can, you know what? I see you dump all the walls out and you're like oh i could change this wall for that wall and move this over here you know put the some 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 of them have like those uh out those enclosed staircases that are on the outside of the building and you could move them to the opposite side of the building or you know there's there's a million little things you could do you could cut out a lower level and uh make it um jut out from above and put support beams under it mm-hmm. there's a lot of things you could do i mean and there's really no rhyme or reason it's mainly when you dump it out or when you're looking at the kit itself going oh i like that but i could do this and uh whether you're willing and willing to try it or not and a lot of times i'm not willing to try it a lot of times i build the kits as they are um i'll change other things on them like paint schemes and um, maybe details and, and such like that but right yeah what about you? I I just well I already told I already said that I kind of just oh, like okay. I just yeah I'm I'm in the middle of building it and I'm like hey you know what you do it on the wing you I, I don't it when you're doing I don't plan anything so no. 
You know, I just like, or I'll hear, uh, you know, I'll be somewhere or I'll meet, I'll talk to someone or we'll, we'll, we'll get a message from somebody like, Hey, you yeah. should try it this way. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, let's just do it that way. Like, you know, who, I really who's don't. That, whose question was that? That was, um, Scott's. Yes. Okay. Well, Scott, real quick. It's like this. We've t- said this many times on the show. You can't really screw up. And no. so, you know, if, if it doesn't, if it doesn't, you know, if you'll know by looking at it before you start cutting and gashing whether or not it's going to work, you know, sometimes you got to take that risk and jump in. And, and yeah. Take a and shot drive it, it, drive it the walls. See if that'll yeah. work right. And if, you know? it, and if you, if it looks like you're going to miss a, you know, it's not going to quite match up with another wall or you need an extra wall piece to make it work. Don't forget that you can use chipboard and put like um, shingles on the chipboard. Yeah. Or or um, boards, board by board over top of chipboard and things like that to make an extra unique looking little wall to fit something extra. You know, be don't be afraid to just jump in and start making it, try and make it work. So a lot of times you'd be surprised at what can happen. Definitely. All right. Next up, uh, a question from Lynn. Lynn hasn't asked a question in a while. So Lynn asked, can a cheap, pitiful plastic structure be upgraded to look like a craftsman structure? Yes, it can. And I've seen the picture of the one he has there. You could do a lot with that. And you could definitely make that look. That's the one his wife got for him, and she wants to put it on the layout. Yeah, the the uh, clapboard texture is deep on that one. You could paint it. you might have to take some pieces apart right. to, you know, repaint some sections. But, man, right. that, that's got – you could do a lot with that kit. And right. uh, uh, my dad did it with the DPM kit, and mm-hmm. he made it look like a craftsman kit. Jason Jensen's also done a lot of plastic kits that end up looking phenomenal. So, yeah. you know, there's a you, – uh, you And I would say not over – don't over – don't put too heavy a layer no. of paint on because you don't want to take away any detail, okay? But don't go so thin that you're, you know, that you can see through it either. If key, you don't want to. The key is doing it to to the level where you're not going to have any streaks of paint or any thin layers of paint where you can see the plastic under. And you want to and you want to use a flat matte type paint, right? You, you can use you have to use a paint. flat paint. You have to use a flat paint. You can't use anything shiny. You use something shiny on, on plastic. Guess what it's going to look That'll like? That'll stand out quick. It's going to look like plastic. Yep. You know, flat out. I mean, so uh, definitely use flat paints. I, I definitely recommend the craft, the craft paints, the acrylic craft paints. Um, and do not get do not get satin. Do not only get matte. Right. Yep. And you can repaint most everything that I see on that building that you have posted. Um, and you're going to, you're going to, you, if you take your time with it and, uh, like Brett said, some of the things you may have to separate, you know, cut some of the old glue out or s- slide a knife down in between carefully, some yep. wall corners very carefully and make sure you don't go off on it. Because if you do, you end up cutting and slivering off the side of the wall. You don't want to do that. You got to take your time and go slow and disassemble it to the, to the degree where that way you can actually paint without, you know, getting it on other windows and things like that. Don't take the windows out. If you try taking windows out that have been glued in with probably testers, cement, they're going to, it's going to ruin ruin it. Yep. You need to leave the windows in and you're just going to have to carefully paint on those windows. 
you know, definitely with a very fine brush, uh, probably a, you know, a 20 slash zero brush, you know, that's, that's that thin, um, a, a liner, a petite liner or something like that. I would do that. Yeah. Uh, but that, but that building definitely has a lot of potential. Oh, All right. Yeah. Uh, we only have, oh my gosh, we have a bunch more. That's fine. Layout bucket list items must have yeah. for your layout. Layout bucket list items. Yeah. Okay. La- the layout bucket list. What? So, what are some things we must have for our layout? Um, we need we need some track side or railroad type railroad um, industry buildings. Not ne- not necessarily buildings, but oh. buildings would be good too. Like a couple switch towers. Yeah, but railroad railroad. We need industry. switch towers. Right, but um, not just that. Um, the things that. The things that they have hanging, well, the the, the they're, they're not really structures. What the hell are they? I don't even know what they're called. Signals, towers, signals, yeah, like uh, infrastructure, this. railroad no. infrastructure. No, not buildings. Though. No infrastructure. Okay. okay. Not structures. Infrastructure can mean like like signs and and signaling towers and little right. little yeah. uh, whatever you call things it. The lights that ha- go across over. Yeah, top like of the little little. Trains Little didgeridoos and stuff across yeah, the thing. I don't, I don't know the little widget things. Yeah, yeah. We don't know. We're trained dumb. So you know, but the, but the, those are things we need to have, and um, you know, we don't have we don't have them. So that's something we need to work with. Yes, and, uh, that's a big uh, bucket you, list. You mentioned signs. You know what else is neat? We need to do is we need stop signs. We'll need some road signs. Oh that yeah. Type of, and uh, I want to try and find if anybody knows of a good company out there that has realistic looking road sign type things that you could do or if they need painted or constructed or however uh let us know or let us know some sign tricks you know like uh you know st- signs that we find alongside the road for uh, on for vehicles on yeah, road road signs road signs yeah so uh those are things i think we need like i said a couple switch towers would be awesome um we have a station um you definitely want a plat- uh, station plat- platform for for your uh, uh, people to ride the train. If you have if you have <laughs> a um, if you have a station, you obviously want to have a platform for your people to board and uh, onboard off of the off of the train. You know, to wait for the train, um, that kind of thing. I, I, I don't know. I mean, um, you mentioned one of them, the, the taller buildings. We need to start working on some big tall we need buildings. tall structures. Right. I mean, those are some some things that we we would like to have. So um, that's all about parking list. meters. I, I think a lot of this stuff now is just going to be like details on the side. Detail parts. Yeah. Yep. I have piles of it now. The key is now just painting the stuff. Yeah. Um, all right. Next one from Dan Banks. Any family members or friends you are memorializing on your layout? Yes, we've done it. We are continuing to do it. Um, we have my well, grand. Just about every member of the family. Yeah, we have a bunch of them on there. My daughters, uh, Chuck's meets. We have our grand, my my grandfather on there. Your dad. We have uh, we have some more to get on there. Jesses. Yeah, we have a bunch more to get on, but we've done a bunch already. So yeah, that's a yeah. big thing. We are. That, uh, we also named one after another miler recently. Uh, yep. You named uh, your yep. uh, DeSantis. Yeah, he gave uh, us the kits. Well, we got the kits yep. from him. Yep. So yeah, you can give us no, he no. gets a good deal. On yep, it. and uh, we're we're honoring him. Yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah. Um, 
so yeah, we've done quite a bit of memorializing, quite a bit, cool of, do that. quite a bit of memorializing, and we're gonna do some more here as we go. Yeah. Uh, your best oh shit moments from Scott Perry. Wow, we've done a million of them, huh? Yeah, um, that's one was when I did the window glazing. Since we're on window glazing, yeah, I when still I think window glazed them and I stuck them to the top of the. Your best uh, one was uh, still the plaster disaster episode. Oh, the one on oh. Yeah, the plaster disaster at your house. Yeah, that was the best oh shit moment ever. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was a little bit much. But we've covered all those. Yeah. Um. Uh, last ones here are from Dave Cruzwick. What are you most thankful for within the hobby? Ooh, that's a good one. I am most thankful for, and this is going to sound really corny, but the people that we've met through making this podcast. I would have to agree with that 100%. Like, that's the coolest thing ever. Whether we've met you in person or we haven't met you yet, but you're communicating with us via email or on our Facebook, or you, even if you just listen and you like our posts, whatever it is, um, I'm just happy. I'm having, yeah. I'm just thankful for the people we've been able to reach through the podcast. Yeah, and what you don't understand, what your people don't understand, maybe we don't, I don't think we've ever said it, is because of that and because we had the podcast and. And yeah, the podcast is, is cool and it helps all of you. But for us, uh, the podcast is cool too because we get to meet all you people and um, we get to just, see a lot of work. It, it makes our hobby better for us. We enjoy this more because of the people that we can share it with. Yeah. Not just on the not just on the uh, on the scale of okay, well, we have a podcast. Listen to us. Not like that. No, this is uh, more along the scale of hey. Yeah, this person put up, uh, I mentioned a couple of them tonight on the show, people that put up posts up and had ideas and things, and I shared them here tonight, giving them credit for them. Uh, But, you know, I've I've used so many of your tips, and, and you know, we're we're not experts at this stuff either. No. So, I mean, uh, nobody is. So, you're constantly working at it and trying to get better. I learned so much from others uh, because of our podcast, and. So I'm thankful for the people as well. Um, I'm thankful that my wife allows me to do oh, yeah. uh, this hobby to the degree I do. I've already sat in here now tonight for three hours and, um, you know, the night before Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, which is good because your mom was cooking in the kitchen, getting things ready for tomorrow, and she did not want me anywhere near the kitchen. So this is a safe place. Uh, but it's, um, you know, but I'm thankful for her throughout the year to, that she allows me to do things that, that, that I do. And, you know, she tolerates, she, she goes to the shows and sits there the whole weekend with us. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that, that kind of thing. And I'm sure she's bored to death with train stuff, although she's expressed some interest recently. Right. But, I mean, you know, I'm sure you're grateful for, for your wife. Yeah. As well, it's a lot of time. It. So It is. So, yeah, those are the things I'm grateful for, the people. Yeah, people. the people involved, whether it be yeah. in the hobby or to help us support doing our hobby. The last yeah. one is from Howie Broyles. How do you change the topic from politics to model railroading? And I'm guessing that's probably like in discussion online or in discussion in person at like shows. Uh, just do it. Divert. Yeah. Divert. Don't, is, no need for politics in model railroading. Just Never. Di- just divert. You know, if yep. people start talking about it and you don't want to talk about it, just like walk you know either switch it to something else walk away or switch it right away and yeah. then there's no room for that so yeah, don't take that serious everybody's got their own beliefs and stuff it'll ruin airing it out there yep it'll ruin it'll it ruin anything so yep it'll ruin don't and don't do it tomorrow 
Oh my god! Oh my gosh! Do yeah, no. Oh my word! So, you don't want to do that. And, uh, avoid it. Avoid yeah. it because there's no place in it. There's no place for it. I don't like to see it. If I see it in a group on Facebook and I'm in there, I, I immediately just leave. Yeah. Is, so uh, I don't yeah, want just, to be part just of that. And I'll remember just, not to go back to that room. Just divert. So. Yeah. Um. Anyways, all right. That is the last question. That was a long Ooh. one. I do have. You I do want things. to thank somebody yeah. tonight. I want to thank Scott Horgan, who's one of our patrons. Yes. Um, he sent me, he also, I think, I don't know what scale it is. It's, it's the trains that are actual steam trains that run that he rides. Um, yes. You can ride on them. Um, like quarter scale or, or yeah, something yeah, like that. You yeah. can sit on them and ride. And he has, I guess he does that. I don't know if he has one or he does that or if he is in some club. Yeah. But he sent me the coal, real coal from the a steamer. Piece of coal. No, it's like all, it's like chunks of coal in his little plastic bag. Oh, wow. And it came to me, I want to thank you. It can be crushed, you know, and I want to crush it down real fine and I'm going to use it as actual coal. And I'm going to use it for. Um, I don't know. I might use it here on this actual. You know, we I can might use be using a, it on um, this particular building. Yeah, I'm well, doing can you this, stop uh, shaking the background? Because it sounds like absolute oh, hell. Sorry, I'm trying to push it back in. <laughs> okay. It sounds like you're holding the bag I'm over done. the microphone. I'm done. You know, we could use it. We have um, that little. Coal place. That Col- Clyde's Coal building that I made. Yeah, yeah, we can do it there. We can make, we can put a little. Close enough, we can put it in a couple places because coal well, will be used in a lot of places. Well, yeah, but yeah. I meant, but we got, we have a company that sells yeah. coal on the layout. Yeah. So we can use that. That's awesome. Yeah, Thanks a lot, Scott. Take, that's really nice that you got that. I wanted to, I actually had it in a couple, a week or two now, and I've been wanting to say something, and uh, I want to thank you for that. So that's really cool. I also want to thank Dan Pugach for doing some live videos. Um, oh, the last two weekends, Dan has done a live video on Sundays, and oh, uh, nice. I was popping in on that one this past weekend. And Dan actually sent me. Oh, I did see that one. I stopped in too. Yeah. Well, because I was in it and you were not. Yeah. Let me open this baby up here. I just got it today in the mail. I'm just going to do what I was bitching at you about. I'm going to open up a package. Oh, that's really, that's hell in my ears. It sounds like hell. It sounds like hell what you're doing there. I don't know what you're doing, but it sounds like hell. <clears throat> Dan sent us some 3D printed parts, and um, looks like there's a dumpster, um, some pylons, some jersey barriers. Oh, nice. And um, I'm not sure what this last one is. Um, I'm not sure what the last one is. I'm sorry, Dan, but there's definitely, there's a dumpster. The dumpster's awesome. So the last one's like a, I'm not sure what that is. I'm sure Dan would be able to tell me. It's kind of like a. (coughs) Hey, let's use a dumpster. Well, obviously in an alley somewhere. Yeah. Let's have like a guy sticking his head up. Yeah. Like he got, like he got stuffed into the dumpster. No, like he's hiding in there. Oh, okay. I have a a whole mess of police officers. We can have them like running, running, walking down the the aisle, looking like they're looking for him. Well, you can have him running past the alleyway. Yeah. And then he's like popping his head out of the dumpster. Like, did they, did they pass me yet? Yeah. 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 I like that. Sweet. But anyways, yeah. So we got that. We got a pylon. We got some pylons and, um, Jersey barrier, so we'll we'll use those. I gotta paint um, some cops. Yeah, you gotta paint a couple cops. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah. Did you have anything else? Thank you, Dan. Yeah, thanks a lot. But that was. Um, I can't see it, but I'll see them on Friday when I get down there. Yeah, you'll see them on Friday. They look nice. Yeah, yeah cool. Oh, I get to pick up my kit when I get down there. I'm gonna bring it tomorrow. Oh, you are. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's even better. Uh, yeah, my dad's no, gonna do Rush Rock Falls. I'm gonna do Rush Rock Falls, but I'm not doing it. I'm not starting it until I. Well, <laughs> I got a couple things to do up here. So. Right. The next is a boxing ring. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so I've been working on. Uh, I named. <laughs> thanks to Jake Johnson, I was going to name this uh, Baxter's Baxter's uh, Building Supply it was going to be the San, uh, um, DeSantos. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Um, I was going to. What the hell was? All right. Signage. I'm sorry. We'll um, play some music here in the intro. I mean, in the uh, no, interlude no, no, here. No, no. no. Um, Donatos. I was going to call it Donatos. Yes. And but you're naming it the other one after the last name of the of the fella. So he sent me this um, sign that he made. He actually used a Baxter sign. I took a photo, sent it to Jake Johnson, who uh, was a D- Disney Imagineer. And um, he actually took the um, sign and made it on a graphics program to look just like the Baxters in the same exact mm-hmm. fonts and everything. Um, and instead of saying, you know, lumber, gravel, cement, bricks, cinder blocks, and roofing, uh, it says B Seagulls for Bugsy Siegel. Yeah. Um, fabrication specialist company. And it says, in down the the items that we sell here are lead pipes, chainsaws, cement shoes, and detonators. Oh my and gosh! It's just so cool. And I was like, oh man, I want to, I really want to do this. So I did this, and I explained to Donato in a um, on a, uh, a separate post that this is what um, I, I had to, uh, no choice. I'm sure he understood. Right. And it, it, it is really, really, really a pretty cool sign. And um, I kind of went with that. I made the billboard that fits over the over the top of the building. I have one last building on Baxter's to do. I should wrap it up tonight. I'm almost done with it. And um, and then it's a small shed building. And then all I have to do is scenic out the rest with uh, you know the grass and the roads and the vehicles that type of thing. All right. the, all the small detail cast parts and things. Other than that, the buildings are done. Nice. Now I can go to the boxing, uh, the boxing ring, uh, the JJ Hongers, and of course the Newport Hardware from CCK. I'm doing both of them together. Right. Cool. But well, uh, I'm going to do a kit bash. You, Did I tell you that? No. Well, this is kind of going to be in our, on our bench section. So, what's tell us what about that? Okay. <coughs> well, tomorrow you're giving me a kit. What is that kit? I'm giving you the Rust Rock Falls. Rust Rock Falls. Okay. I also recently bought. Um, the kit from Carolina Craftsman kit, it's the yacht basin. Um, and I bought that big yacht basin thing from Carolina Craftsman kit. It has a lot of the same kind of big buildings to it. And I'm going to combine them all together and make one. And I'm going to use the same style buildings. Okay. But they're all going to be fit together. Uh, as I build them, they're all going to go together in the same section. And uh, it's uh, it's going to look really cool when I put them all together. So I'm going to kind of combine the two kits into one major 
section of the of the layout. Right. Which will be, which will be neat. So that's it. Awesome. I don't well, know. I may I may kit bash a couple walls together. I'm not sure. But uh, okay. It's uh, something something I want to do. Kind of work with them together because I was looking at them and I thought they they would complement each other very well. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Are you done? I am. All right. I got you. I just wanted I just want to make sure because I kept trying to cut in, couldn't. Well, you asked what I was doing. That's okay. That's okay. I didn't want to interrupt you. Okay. All right. On my workbench, uh, same old thing. I got Pulsar's plumbing. I got the terminal kit. Ooh, I have yeah. reopened the terminal. Uh, that'll be my main focus for this black, this Turk, whatever Turkey weekend or Thanksgiving weekend, yeah. Black Friday. I know Friday. Friday when we get down there, we're not working on kits. Yeah, well, Friday when we get down there to work on the layout. When I'm down there together, we're down there together. We're working layout stuff. Yeah, but okay. but the terminal is going to be my next main focus. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to do the. The um, Paulser's plumbing, I got to do some signage and I got to do some roof yet on it. Um, but then, then, then comes the terminal. We're gonna be working on the terminal, baby. So, cool. That's what I got going on. That's really cool. on my workbench now. I also have to finish up that yard office number three. I know I do. Um, I got to do some more videos, but we got that. Uh, really, we got a million million damn kits to build. So. Yeah, I know it's a good problem to have, but uh, it's a stack of them. We both have a it's stack a big, of them right we now. We have a lot of big stuff to do. And I want to get one of those plastic kits. I'm not kidding. I want to get one of those Bachman, Bachman Spectrum kits because they're like monstrously tall. They are beasts. And we could put them right down the center. Yeah. And then pack. Then that would take up a lot of our spacing issues because we're trying to spread a lot of buildings out and make some more yeah. space. I feel I feel like if we got a few behemoths like that and ran them down the yeah. center, then it yeah. would eat up a lot of space and we'd actually be forced to cram stuff in so yeah yeah but anyways i'm all about that man so i got that i'm gonna look for some bachman spectrum kits on ebay um but let's transition over to uh your i'm gonna throw you i'm gonna throw you uh on the spot here what's your tool of the week Ooh, i got one tool of the week man i don't know if i have a new one man I do. Well, I got rid of the baby food jars. Ooh. And that I was using for my um my India ink alcohol wash. Yeah. Because the lids don't stay on. Once you open them up, I've been using them for years. They, they sometimes they don't want to close up right, you know? And they then some for a couple a minute or minute or when you first close them up. Uh, sometimes the the alcohol runs out the side a little bit. Right. And I have to wipe them off with a paper towel and all that crap. Well, I uh, I'm using now a mason jar, one of those jelly jars. Yeah. Um, one of those ball jelly jars, and um, I'm I'm using them. Nice. Uh, I think you use them too, don't you? I use I have cases of them down here. <clears throat> Do you really? Yeah. I could use like one or two more. I have a I have, I have 24 of them sitting down here right now. Oh, that's sweet. So that's that's it. I don't really have any new tools. Um, I've been kind of using the same tools I have. I don't really have any new on the thing. Okay. We've covered those, so many of them. Yeah. Um, My tool yeah. of the week is a toothpick dispenser. Oh. <laughs> the, you, know, the one, you know the ones you shake? Oh, one of those. Yeah. Oh. I, I took it from the kitchen. Don't tell my wife. But, uh, That's probably not a good idea. You know, I, we, we don't use toothpicks ever upstairs. So, 
Yeah, a toothpick dispenser. That's a great I used idea. A toothpick. I use the toothpicks for applicator. Yeah. And now I have a toothpick dispenser for all my toothpicks. I just shake one, I get a new one out. So that's my tool of the week. It's really simple. Really, really simple, really, really stupid, but it's it's an awesome tool. All right. What music are you listening to right now? Oh, music. Um I listened to last night I was listening to the A Train, um, which was um it's an old swing big band music yeah. from the nineteen thirties and forties. And then it kind of transitioned into some Frank Sinatra stuff nice. and uh, um, Glenn Miller Orchestra. Because I, I was kind of in that that mode to mo- while modeling that era. You know, that kind of puts me in that mood. We talked about that before. Yep. Yeah, that works. I was listening to uh, that band I sent you earlier called I Prevail. Oh my gosh, that was wicked stuff. I've been listening I to them all week. That's some heavy metal. So, I mean, that's yeah. that's pretty ridiculous. So, yeah, pretty, that's pretty good stuff. But I'm into it. it like, it makes me. Yeah. I sent. I think I sent you a text message. It makes me like want to run through a wall. Yeah, yeah, you did. That's funny. So yeah, I can see where you'd want to do that. Yeah. But yeah. But cool. Well, that's what we got going on this week. Um, we will be doing some live videos here uh, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, also. I know we said last week we were going to do a contest. There is a contest. You've already heard it. It'll be at the beginning of this week's episode. I promise we're going to resume that contest this week. And uh, if you didn't catch it, it is the very beginning. So I don't know what you were doing in the very beginning of the podcast, but it's there. And you can enter for a chance to win a RevoKits.com kit as well as an HO Scale Customs koozie. So um, jump in on that contest and uh, I'll edit that in beforehand so cool cool all right guys we hope you had an awesome thanksgiving hope you enjoy the rest of your thanksgiving weekend and that you survived your black friday shopping if you did any at all um done this weekend if you can yep and uh that's about it but uh make sure you share with us any thanksgiving weekend modeling pictures that you might want to share put them on our page let us see what you're working on and uh as always have a great weekend Enjoy your Thanksgiving, and um, thanks for listening, you fine-scale freaks.